What is up, guys? Welcome to Diggity, a video game podcast, episode number 220. 220. I'm that's a lot of fucking episodes. That's a lot. <laughs> yep, that's a lot. That's 219 more than I thought. I'm Jeff James. <laughs> With me, as always, the incredible unobtainable, the incredible Brody, Brody Faults. What like the Hulk? going on, buddy? I like it. I like it. Like the incredible, I was gonna say the incredible Hulk from time to time, but I figured, yeah. I I work with a guy who his last name is Folk, and we would call him the Incredible Folk. Do you ever see kind of tie in? No, I don't think so. I don't yeah. think I don't think I've ever said that. Meet the Falkers. Meet the Falkers. Yeah. I, yeah, that's a good one too. I like it. Okay. Thank you. I'll go yeah. back to work with these in mind. Please do. Next time I see him. Please do. Uh, anyways, guys, yeah, every single week, Brody and myself discuss gaming news from around the interwebs and beyond and bring it to your beautiful, moist ears. I know that Ugh. made you cringe, but I got your attention. Ugh. That was the point, marketing. Uh, we're available on every single major podcast platform, uh, whether it's Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Pandora, uh, or our Google Podcasts, if you use that for some ungodown reason. We're there. Uh, you can leave us a rating on all this as well, and you can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Diggity Podcast, and uh, subscribe to our YouTube channel. We go live with the video version of the podcast every single Thursday evening at 9 p.m. Eastern, or just a little after, depending on technical difficulties and <laughs> shit, and, <laughs> and uh, the audio version of the podcast goes live every single Friday morning, uh, very early, usually like 5 a.m. it goes up, so you have it for your morning commute, which I think is a good thing. Because um, a lot of our competition, well, they upload at like fucking 10 a.m. And who the hell has time at 10 a.m. to listen to a podcast? I That's do. Right. Scheduling is a beautiful thing. Yes, yeah, scheduling is a beautiful thing. But yes, I also listen to podcasts at like pretty much all day. So <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. But uh, anyways, obviously we've been doing this for a long time. So thank you for joining us um, uh, for the first time. Uh, and thank you to those who are returning. So, and thank you for the people. There's a shout out to the people that post nice comments in YouTube. Unheard of nice comments in YouTube. Usually not a yeah, thing. We have absolutely YouTube comments, which is great. We've, we've got, got we've got, got one guy that was a little. He wasn't. Yeah, he wasn't shitty. He was just kind of whatever. <laughs> yeah, whatever. The internet. <laughs> it was the internet. But thank you, yeah, for leaving comments, and thanks to those who who have left reviews. But with that. Let's move on to stuff. What have you been playing, my friend, before we jump into the news? Monster Hunter Rise, a little bit, Might as always. That, that's kind of like my, my. it's replaced Rocket League for me lately. I've been playing quite a bit of it. Uh, we've played some Overwatch. Have oh. you played the update at all for Rocket League or no, with the Western stuff? Yeah, I played a little bit of it. Okay. Um, you think very, of very, that's very like briefly. The first, like, true, I'd say, big update. With content like that, that changes gameplay, I guess, in some essence. That it I doesn't really change anything. Is it really higher, doesn't? At least, like you think on that map? No, not really. I mean, I think there was like a, I think there was a 120 hertz uh, rate for, um, for PC. But other than no, that, I don't. I mean, that's the only thing really. Other than that, it's just another themed season, just like usual. Day in Rock, just another right? day. I uh, played a little bit of Overwatch with you and our buddy Eric. Um, played, hell yeah, we did. Uh, I played a little oh. bit of Warzone with Craig, actually, with good old lawyer Craig. Uh, we got our asses kicked as well. Yeah. Uh, I completely beat SteamWorld Dig 2 in like three sittings. Holy shit. 
really, really enjoyed that game. It was a great time. Um, I started the Ascent on Xbox Game Pass, which so far it's it's okay. I'm not I'm not entirely sold, but I'm not entirely turned away. But last night I wanted to get into this, and I totally forgot to download the demo for Tales of Arise. So that's something that I need to do as well. But uh, I'll talk about that next week. But this week, I really wanted to talk about Death's Door. This game is a Xbox exclusive game, and it is wonderful. I'm about probably somewhere between like two and a, two and three hours into it right now. It's not a super long game. If you look it up, people are saying it's like seven to ten hours basically to beat. Uh, it's kind of very reminiscent of like a um, uh, kind of like link's awakening type gameplay where it's that top kind of isometric view Mm -hmm. and you're wandering around there's like some some very clever like camera stuff that they've done to where if you walk around a corner all of a sudden the camera will change angles so you can see like a secret hidden back in there and stuff um and it it all is about this this raven essentially or this group of ravens that go out or crows i i assume they're ravens they're quite large (laughs) um but and they go out and collect souls um and and so it's kind of all based on this and then if you don't get the soul that you were sent out to collect you get lost and that's kind of what those this whole premise is based on and it kind of has these zelda like temples where you have to go and collect you know big souls in order to get in the hook where to get you it's the zelda temples (laughs) oh yeah man (laughs) but i really really love this like perfect balance of pretty simple combat for the most part i mean you pretty much have like two moves right off the bat and a a bow and the bow you recharge by actually hitting with your sword and so it's this like ebb and flow where you have to go in and you have to hit with your sword and then you can back off and hit with a bow um and then i think you get other powers later on and you can find different weapons and things like that but it's this perfect like balance of of that simple combat and this kind of adventure and puzzle solving and and none of the puzzles have been super hard or anything like that uh some of the combat can be pretty tricky i mean so far i haven't had too many issues but there was one one like miniature boss that i fought that kicked my ass repeatedly because he just doesn't stop swinging he just swings constantly so it's hard to get in and actually get some some contact but i mean i i adore this game i i think it was I think it was like $20 or something like that for like a 10-hour experience or whatever it ends up being. And No, it's not bad at all. Um, This 100% right now is my indie game of the year. I adore this game. Yeah. And I think it will be very hard to top. So Again, I'm only about... Any awards at the Game Awards, will you be pissed? Yeah, probably. (laughs) Depends on what comes out, right? Well, not for indie. That's not indie. Kojima's certainly yeah but I think Death's Door has a really good shot at indie game of the year for sure I think it's I think it's going to be hard for it to get you know game of the year especially in a year where you have like Monster Hunter Rise and Monster Hunter Stories and and some of these other bigger games um but it is a fantastic little indie game and if you have an Xbox I definitely recommend going and checking it out not like a full-blown review because I'm only about Two or three hours in. Is it? I mean, no, no, no money, (laughs) no money. They didn't Um, pay for the game. I bought the game. Uh, No, it's just I, I, I love that style of game, and I haven't really gotten to play 
something like that in a long time. Something that was like like that that you've sounded you know so into in a long time. So good. I know it has been pretty uh, pretty miss mainly. Kind of like (laughs) I guess Ratchet and Clank was a pretty. I I really liked Ratchet and Clank. Yeah, but that and Monster Hunter Rise, those are. I am sipping a beer. I haven't done that on the show for a while. What is that? It's been a oh, this is uh this is Gumball Head by Three Floyds. Okay. Huh? All right, wow. Yeah. Holy cow. It's been a fucking week, buddy. <laughs> I was gonna say beer makes you feel like shit. So it it's alright, I'll go to sleep after what's this. Happen with the beer. <laughs> Good God. Um anyways, for what I've been playing, um I've played a bit of uh City Skylines, obviously Overwatch with you. Still hacking away, dude, at Adventure Capitalist. I will get that fucking trophy. <laughs> so help me God. I will. Um, and then, uh, gosh, what else have I ripped around with? Um, oh, God, shiver. Um, God, what else have I put? Played a tiny bit of Mario Golf. Not much, but a little yeah. bit of it. And then I haven't touched it week. since the last time we played. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. Been a busy week, so. Um, anyways, yeah, so uh, let's move on with the news, dude. Hit us with uh, what uh, the Pokemon Presents brings us. Yeah, there's a lot of information that n- probably uh, 90% of the people that listen to us aren't going to care about because a bunch of it's mobile games. So anyway, let's we'll just zip, jump we'll on power. in here. Yeah, we'll, we'll power on through. So the Pokemon Presents happened yesterday, if you're watching us live, or two days ago, if you're watching or just listening to us on Friday. Uh, so first off, they started off with Pokemon Unite, and they announced that the Android and iOS mobile versions will be launching September 22nd. Yeah. So that's pretty neat, because we didn't really have a, an, an official date for that. Yeah. Um, this will actually feature crossplay with the Switch version, which is good to keep population in the game up and be able to find games quick. Yep. Uh, pre-registration is open now, and we'll have special rewards for the amount of pre-registrations they get. So if you get... <laughs> Two and a half million pre-registrations. Players will get a Pikachu Unite license, so which is cool. So if you're one of the two and, a half, two and a half million people, you get Yeah, as long as they hit that, that milestone, right? Um, and the, oh, you'll get the oh. Pikachu Unite. Yeah, that shouldn't oh, so be a problem. Not, it's not the first two and a half million. No, 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 no. It's just when they hit that milestone, it, everybody gets that shit. Yes, oh, yes. That's interesting. And I'm not... They didn't really say if there's really? going to be... Yeah, absolutely. Go, hey, and dude, sign up for this shit. Right, absolutely. Wow. Um, but they did not say whether there's going to be cross progression, and I'm starting to think probably not, which kind of sucks. Um, but I don't know that for sure, and I didn't have oh. time to look into it too much. Um, so if you want to hit the Google machines while I'm I doing this, hope I'll. There is because there's people that are already playing it. But I mean, League of Legends didn't do it, and That's they fair. went. With Wild Rift, so I I don't know. Um, yeah. I I hope that there's pro- cross progression because yeah, it didn't, takes a while. Didn't do that because you you can't. Right. I mean, like League to Rift would be ridiculous. Yeah, that'd be a, a weird weird transition. Game the same thing. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. But anyway, um, I I hope it has cross progression because it takes a while to get to you know like level 14 and stuff where you start to be kind of viable um but anyway uh if you hit or if they hit 5 million pre-registrations players will also get the special festival style hollowware for pikachu so the uh i i forgot to mention the unite license that's how you get that 
character and then these hollow styles or hollow wares are just like a a, a skin essentially for them okay so all right i got you. yeah if you haven't played it it, it doesn't make any sense no, I'm but, confused. uh so there is a zara aura unite license available for those who have or will play the switch version before august 31st which i got that because i put 10 hours into this game so far okay, so hold on so the unite license is you buying the character the unite license you can buy with in-game currency that you can earn or that you that can purchase to use that character that character correct and then the hollow wear is the skin correct all right all right <laughs> Uh, they also showed off that there's some new Pokemon that are coming in future updates. So Mamoswine and Sylveon are coming soon. And Blissey, I believe, just got added into the game as well. Uh, so Pokemon Cafe Mix, uh, or Remix now. So the game is getting a revamp and will be retitled Pokemon Cafe Remix. Uh, I'm failing to really see anything too new in this version from what they showed off. It looks pretty much the same. Uh, but there are some more customization options and more Pokemon being added to the game, so yeah. cool. I'm not seeing a, a full remix here, though. Uh, and this will be coming sometime this fall. We didn't get a specific date. Pokemon Masters EX. Uh, so the game is celebrating its second anniversary. Dynamaxing is being added into the game, as well as a Cygna Suit Leon uh, that will be available. And there's also a special battle against Etern Eternatus. These Pokemon names are out of control. Uh, there is also a daily event that gives you 10 free scouting chances for up to 100 free scouts for new trainers. Uh, three legendary events are also making return, allowing you to team up with three legendary Pokemon and some big-name trainers. Um, N, as in, like, the letter N, but also the name N. Nancy. <laughs> Nancy. Uh, we'll be returning in a special outfit as a Master's Sync pair on August 29th. Plus, more special two-year events are coming in the future. Half of this was like a foreign language to me. I had no fucking idea what they were talking about because yeah. I don't play this game. Yeah. Um, a new story arc is beginning in sep on September 15th, and an update is available now that has a special login like present um, that will give you 3,000 gems. Any Sweet. questions? Um, no, I just always <laughs> go back to Dynamaxing, and it sounds like a category you would click for on a porn site. It really does. It it's not. Sexual. It's not great. It I'm it sounds very sexual. Uh, <laughs> oh no! Uh, so Pokemon Go, uh, more Galar region Pokemon are being introduced into the game in an event starting on August twentieth at mm -hmm. ten a.m. local time, and this will also include the Sword and Shield legendary. So that's cool. Uh, Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl. This is a little bit of an update, and they showed off a new trailer, um, kind of showing the visuals and some of the new this things the and features. Of, of Diamond and Pearl for Switch, though, right? Yes, okay. yes. Um, so this showed off uh, some of the new and returning features, so Pokemon are going to follow you again, which is cool. That's awesome. I mean, that's I that's something that I don't know why they ever take that out. That well, should just always be there. Another model, and, you know. Ah, yeah. Model that has to follow yeah. And... But it's adorable. Oh, it is adorable. And it should be <laughs> uh, capsule de decorating with stickers will be back, and this will actually change the effects of when Pokemon come out of the Pokeballs. So that's kind of cool. Uh, union room where you can battle and trade with people online and locally. Uh, there's actually clothing customization in this one, which is a change because that was never in Diamond and Pearl. Uh, the Super Contest shows return, which. Okay. 
Cool. Awesome. Uh, Explorer kits are going to be in this game as well, and this is for going underground to explore um, various different areas, like completely different biomes, pretty much. And this actually includes Pokemon hideaways, uh, and that's these new biomes. And these actually change based on the Pokemon statues that you place in your underground base. So you have like one area, it's an underground base, you set these statues up, and it changes what Pokemon show up, show up in this show Pokemon up. hideaway, right? Like an Airbnb. Uh, and for some of these Pokemon, this is going to be the only way you can get them in the game. Which, okay. So, go find something that tells you how to do this after the game comes out, because I'm sure there will be a walkthrough. Um, so, this will be releasing on November 19th, and there will also be a special Dialgia, Dialgia, Dialga, holy shit, and Palkia Switchlight releasing on November 5th. They look cool. They're cool, uh, but I also did see that somebody pointed out it is pretty much the exact same as the it is, 3DS it is. that launched. <laughs> they literally took the decal the and put it on a black switch just light. slapped it on there, baby. I mean, it looks nice, but boy, is that lazy. Um, so then we got a update on Pokemon Legends Arceus. Uh, Ar- Arceus, this however is, the this fuck. This is the open it. world Pokemon. This is the open world one. So this takes open place world. in the... Yeah, in the Hisuan region, which will be later called Sinnoh, which is what Diamond and Pearl are. So, yeah, uh, there's that. And this takes place before humans and Pokemon um, really kind of got together. It was while they still lived very separately from each other. And it's long before this region was actually called Sinnoh. Um, Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you you will serve as part of a survey team that sets out to study and catch Pokemon. Uh, it does look to be much more open and Breath of the Wild esque that people have been wanting, you know, since they showed off Dumb last gen. Man, yeah. Um. So I, it's still yet to be seen how open this is actually going to be because all we've gotten is you know tailored gameplay and trailers. Like Sword and Shield open areas. I sure as hell hope Where not. You're like encased by mountains. You know I mean? Yeah, I mean it's gonna be. Like yeah, there's gonna be a boundary at some point, but I, I, I don't know if it's gonna be like open world to where you can, you know, run into a town from this open world, or if there's gonna be loading screens and you yeah. have to load into this like open environment, I, like how Shield was. I, I or worry for it because I think people want this; they like the idea of it. I don't think the execution is gonna work. I think, oh, I mean, I think it's Pokemon, Game Freaks. So yeah, I think Pokemon <laughs> is gonna be is like the best top down like it has been forever i didn't mind sword and shield set up right but it was fine yeah, i don't know like i think sword and shield is like the boundary you go to i think open is gonna be i think it's gonna be boring yeah i i don't know how it really changes whether it's boring or exciting i mean based I on the gonna be camera the sense of open world and you're gonna be walking around a bunch and then see nothing, or it's going to be the same shit where, you know, you get attacked by the bear. You can keep talking about that. Do you see that? But the bear is attacking you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I I don't know. I mean, I I think it's a good idea, and I don't think it's going to hurt oh, I anything. I don't think it's cool going to make the games any more. I just don't. I don't think it's going to make it any more boring than what the games currently I, are. I just don't think <laughs> it's going to be. Like this is how Pokemon. What people is be. think? No, I yeah. just don't think it's gonna be. At, uh, I don't think people are gonna receive it as well. 
when it comes out to the point where that is Pokemon going forward. Like that's the main I don't, Pokemon game going forward. I think that you're just going to have like this Pokemon Legend series, and then the main Pokemon games are going to be like the Sword and Shield style. Oh, I yeah, because probably it's just going to be like a simulation of like, wow, I'm in a big forest area now. I oh, I mean they more. They did that GameCube game back in the day, the Gale of Darkness. That granted, that was a different company that actually made that game, but they never yeah. returned to that style. Um, but yeah, no, I don't. I don't think this is going to replace the normal games yeah, either. Yeah. I mean. It's like it's like in the same I think it's a, of like a Hey You Pikachu or Hey You Eevee. And it works for the setting that they're doing because it's when you would see a ton more wild Pokemon in the area. Now, if you're, you know, modern modern Pokemon games where, yeah, they're still out in the wild, but it doesn't make as much sense if you really, like, think about it. Not that any of it makes any fucking sense, but... No. Regardless, uh, so the trailer showed off what appears to be new Pokemon that were being used for transportation, as well as the return of many other Pokemon. So some new Pokemon and new Pokemon forms that they showed off. They showed off a Weirdeer. Um, so this evolves from a Stantler from surviving in harsh en- environment. Uh, a Basquiat le- Legion. Um, this That's evolves from a yeah. This evolves from a Basculin. If they are possessed by the souls of other Basculin from their school that have perished. Crazy. Pokemon descriptions are so fucking dark half There's the time. A They're lot like, of shit to Pokemon this Pokemon now. This this Pokemon leers children away from its parents and drifts off into Dude, space to kill them. We're getting pretty close to Stantler season in Indiana. Yeah, yeah, it's almost Stantler it's season, almost baby. Around the corner, baby. Basculin season and Basculin season is about to end. Yeah, like, I don't remember Basculin. how they pronounce this it, this environment, but uh, the the Hisuan bravery is Hisuan or his Hisuan Hisuan. I don't remember how they said it. But anyway, we're getting a special version of bravery and Growlithe for this this region i had it in my head earlier when i wrote all this out and then once i got to read it i'm like i don't remember confusing it is it is um so it looks like there's going to be a mixture of some real-time and turn-based elements for combat as well as catching uh there will also be some survival and crafting elements which kind of leans into your breath of the wild style type deal uh and this will release january 28th 2022 and this is the first time we've seen a release date for this we will also you got a you got a pronunciation for me. Looking for it. No. Um, so Pokemon home support for Brilliant Diamond, Shining Pearl, and Arceus will be coming next year, and ranked battles will not be a part of these new games, and will continue to take Hisuian. place in Sword and Huh? Hisuian. No, that's certainly not it. I don't think. Are they saying it in the trailer? Or did you just look it up phonetically, like through Google? I looked it up because in the Hisui. Region or high sweet. Oh, uh, okay. Basically, they have more hair. <laughs> yeah, like if you kind look of. At a Growlithe, they're basically they're just. It looks well, like, it's, like they've been in the pandemic. Like they didn't have a it, fucking haircut. <laughs> it's. It looks like it's modeled off of some like um, some Japanese. Um, I can't think of what they're called, but. Um, like traditional Japanese, you see them in like Japanese uh, tattoos and things like that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so that's the the Pokemon presents. It it it's um yeah, it's a thing. <laughs> it's 
it i mean it looks cool the the characters yeah. look cool like your player character looks neat you know the graphics look pretty good i agree i i don't think it looks bad um i think it looks fine i just i agree with you i don't i don't think this is going to be i think people are going to be let down by it because they have actually come out and said it's an open world type thing and now I think people are going to be expecting it to be something that it's probably not going to be. Yeah, I just I just think it can't. Like I think that the it's one of those things where you can be like, "Oh man, you know, this is this is going to be easy. I'm, we're going to have a, you know, a fucking an open world Pokémon, no fucking brainer." But then you you get to it and I don't know. I don't. I don't think it's gonna pass. I think it's gonna have to be in a league of its own. No pun intended, or pun intended. <laughs> There's just too much there. Like you get yeah, lost. Yeah, I agree. Like if you think about the game, you can get lost in the open world. You don't know where Hisui. to go next. Hasui. Hasui. So Hasuian. Hasuian. Okay. There it is. There we go. I had to, so I had to watch the video to hear somebody say it. Hasui. Okay. So, okay. I, yeah, I I mean, just to wrap it up, I think it looks cool. I'm excited. Will I pick it up? I actually might. I might try it out. I just don't want it to be like this simulator. Yeah. I don't want it to be like, what would it be like to stand in a bush with a million other bushes and I walk for five minutes and I don't come across a Pokemon, you know? I Well, I think you're going to be disappointed then because... I. I mean, that's what Pokemon is, right? Like, it, it is very much, there's Pokemon in yeah. the wild. And, and I think exactly what we saw in this, or to some extent, I think what we saw in Sword and Shield, that, that wild area or whatever, I think that's a lot of what this is going to be. And from what they showed off, it's not like there's Pokemon hiding in the tall grass because it looks like you have to hide in the tall grass in order to catch certain Pokemon and stuff like things. So it's, I'm I'm, I'm stoked for the fact that we actually have to have some sort of stealth to it. eh, We'll see how much it's actually is. Or you can be like, you know, 40 feet away and just whip a Pokeball and hit the fucking thing in the head with it and catch it. Right. I I don't know, but I don't, I think if you're going into this with high expectations, I think you're going to be let down because just like Sword and Shield, everybody had high expectations. They were let down, but it still sold absolutely gangbusters and still yeah. continues to be. I mean, Pokemon's just a powerhouse, and it always will be because people are okay with the kind of mediocre games that usually yeah. come out of out of Pokemon, out of Game Freak. So I, I'm really not expecting much here. I played all the way through Sword and Shield. I'll probably play through these as well, um, and and I'm sure they'll be. Or I'm sure it'll be fine. Holy cow. Holy um, but I, I don't, I'm not expecting anything revolutionary. I don't think this is going to change the entire setup of, of a Pokemon game. I think it, this is a side story and they may go in more of this direction, but I, I don't think it's going to be like entirely open world going forward or anything. I mean, this is the same company that has, has a different sprite generated for every time this Pokemon appears. Like, they, they, Coding is not their specialty, so... No, I'd like to to see them go back to some games, too, in the style of, like, Diamond. You know? Like, like, the the new Diamond? Like, are you talking about the art style, or are you talking about, like, gameplay? Well, I'm talking about gameplay and art style, I guess. Because, I mean, Sword and Shield is a little bit different from from that to begin with, too. 
I think the like general like style kind of shit where like you can kind of stack layers and it could be more yeah. you know detailed with it, but I don't know. I, yeah, that that HD two D shit, like the cheap for... style too, like character kind of that used to have in Pokemon a lot, like you know Ruby. Well, I mean that's what the brilliant Diamond Shining Pearl is, and I actually I don't like it. No, I really I don't. I don't care for the overworld look. Now, when they go into a battle, they look like a normal human being, which is weird. They look yeah. like a sword and shield model. Um, but no, I don't. I don't necessarily care for that. I. Okay. I would be down for, you know, like you're saying with that HD 2D, but it, I don't think it works with Pokemon's art style in general. Like, all the Pokemon, they would look really If they really were done as a goofy. sprite, though, it'd look cool. Like, I, I think there's, <laughs> I don't know. It's interesting, right? Because it's like, it's like, who buys it, right? It's kids. And it's like kids nowadays yeah. went back to, like, making a game that had that style, like Ruby and Sapphire and Diamond and Pearl and all that kind of shit. Would they take it? I, Probably not. I don't know. They'd be like, what is this? I mean, a lot of the conversation that I've seen, obviously, is with, you know, other people that grew up with Pokemon or around our age, probably, you know, yeah, so, yeah. you know, they're like, oh, well, the games are too easy. Well, the games aren't made for us, right? Like, these are games made for children. Yeah. <laughs> they're not going to make a, a hard Pokemon game yeah. and completely alienate, you know, the children the audience. Demographic now, where every child's going to get this for Christmas, you know? Yeah, they could make, you know, an, another level of it where it's like, oh, well, they have a hard mode now. Like, cool, but I, they're not going to do that. I, it's never going to happen. So, Are you I, stunned that it's going to release on the 20th of January? No, they they had already said it was going to be early 2022. I guess I wasn't necessarily expecting January, but I figured yeah, I probably February or March. March or something like that. Yeah, yeah. you know, that's cool. That's neat. Uh, it's quite that's... the game to come out with right off in 2022. Yeah, yeah. Hopefully, I mean, like I said, I I think it'll be good, but I don't think it's going to live up to the expectations that people are putting on it already. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, moving on, uh, we got our first look at Call of Duty Vanguard. So this is Sledgehammer's turn to put out a COD game, and this time it will be based off of World War II. Um, the single player will have four playable characters and battles. will take place across North Africa, the Eastern Front, the Western Front, and the Pacific. The multiplayer will have 20 maps at launch, with 16 of those made for the core multiplayer experience, featuring a 2v2 gunfight from Modern Warfare will also return. Um, Vanguard will have an all-new zombie game mode as well that has been developed by Treyarch. This new game mode will continue the Dark Aether story, which that's awesome. We really enjoyed yeah. that a lot. I think it's mm -hmm. a great take on the Zombies franchise. Uh, and Warzone will be getting uh, an all-new map prior to Vanguard's release as well as a new PC anti-cheat system, which is much needed. Um, this will also release on November 5th, which is kind of stunning to me. Um, yeah. That that's that early and that you know there's no delays to it. Um, Pre-orders are open now, uh, and uh, we'll give you early access to the open beta that will be available first on PlayStation as well as the Night Raid. That's also PS4 and PS5, I believe. Um, it also gives you <clears throat> access as well um, to the Night Raid, uh, Mastercraft. Um, oh my God, sorry to the Night Raid, and then the Mastercraft will be available across night raid master Mastercraft. Raid. night night raid Mastercraft <laughs> will also be available sorry across cold war it's their blueprint system that they use and vanguard yeah. um so specific dates to know for the playstation beta um is september 10th to the 12th the open beta is september 16th to the 20th and season one will start on november 23rd and another number to pay attention to is the approximate <laughs> file size on the xbox series 
X. We did. We don't have the file size for the PS5 or anything like that yet. It's probably similar, I would imagine. Probably very similar. The file size is a <laughs> underwhelming 270 gigs. Holy shit. Fuck. Yeah. So, first off on this, um, I ended up watching a streamer play the... Uh, the event leading up to it uh, for Verdansk, and they basically had like a armored train. It was kind of weird. It was kind of goofy. I mean, they basically they're trying to do what Fortnite does, where they have these announcements and yeah, things like that in game. Yeah, but it, you could also tell it was just like there for a time sync to get as many people in the lobbies as possible to then yeah. show the trailer. But basically, you had like an armored train going through a bunch of shit. Friendly fire was on. Um, sorry, off. So that you can't shoot anybody, um, and then uh, essentially the uh, they put a bunch of C four in a train tunnel. The armored train came through. They blew it up, and then they spent like twenty minutes shooting all the turrets on this armored train as it went through the map. And then uh, all these planes come in like bombers once the plane is destroyed. And then it goes to, like a cut where like you get hit by one, you like fly to the side, you look up into the sky, and then a bomb falls on you, and then the screen goes black, and then the trailer played. The trailer. Looks good. Um, I have no idea what's gameplay and what's not. There's a lot of people out there saying that I guess people can release their videos tomorrow or late tonight. Uh, yeah, I think I think the um, the um, NDA was supposed to release today, so yeah. it should should start should seeing stuff, stuff pop up. up. Um, so I don't know fully what gameplay is gonna you know totally look like. Trailer was cool. Um, I don't think it was the coolest trailer. Um, I also don't think it's the coolest Call of Duty I've seen. If the gameplay looks like the trailer, that's going to be exciting for me because it looks really, really nice. However, I doubt that. And on top of that, I just, I, I mean, I don't want to sound like an asshole because it's history, but I just don't really want to play World War II games. Like, I feel like I we've done so many of them. Yeah, we've we've discussed it so many times with the Battlefield stuff where we're so excited that this Battlefield is a modern and in some ways a futuristic Battlefield. Um, but, uh, yeah, we're, I'm like, I'm over the small... Like, the, the game I wish that could come back would be like a Medal of Honor to do yeah. something like that, not a Call of Duty. So, but right, I mean, Call of Duty got got its roots from you know the, those old war games too, just yeah, like sure. Medal of Honor. Yeah. But it, I I remember a time yeah, like playing games as a kid, like all of these shooting games, like Medal of Honor and Call of Duty, they were all set in like World War Two, and you just played World War Two games over and over and over yeah. and over, and it, I I'm burnt out on it, and then you know. We got uh, Battlefield One and Battlefield Five right back to back, which you know was World War One and World War Two, and now it's like uh, we just had Cold War, and now we're going back to World War Two, and it's like well, it's stunning too because like just... you you put in certain guns like in Cold War, right? And then people mod them, and it's like you have to do right. all that down, right? Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I'm not interested in this game at all. I mean, I never played. No, I'm not either. I never played uh, Call of Duty World War Two no. when that came out. I will probably um, skip this. I will absolutely be skipping it, especially when it's 270 gigs. 
That's crazy. If you buy a Series no, X or a Series, it's gonna be. Yet. Yeah, I don't think it's gonna be that bad. I don't think it'll be that bad. Okay, dude. Right now, right now, cold. Three hundred. You're gonna go fuck. But we've. I mean, there's all sorts of fucking speculation that Call of Duty does this shit on purpose so nobody else can have anything installed on hard drives. I mean, and it seems legit. Whereas, I mean, right now, if you want to download Warzone, it's like a hundred and eighty gigs. It's fucking stupid. (laughs) Cold War is the same way. I mean, they're both terribly so just massive warzone and and fucking vanguard on your on your playstation 5 that's it that's it yeah if you not if you get a series s you can literally download this game and never update it because there's not room on it you would have to buy the expansion <laughs> oh, shit. it is got seagate stock there is there is zero reason why this needs to be 270 gigs there's no reason I don't. I don't care what fucking bells and whistles are on this thing. There is no reason for it to be that fucking That's big. That's the most Indiana thing I've ever heard you say in my life. Uh, I don't that's care fine. what bells and whistles if, are on this. If you can, if you can have Red Dead Redemption Two be yes. like, what is it, 80, 80 gig maybe? Yeah, seventy five. Something, like something like that. There's zero reason this needs to be two hundred and seventy gig. More than more than what four times? There's yeah, no reason. It's four Red Dead. Zero zero reason at all um I, they have to be doing it intentionally or they're somebody doesn't understand like how to optimize yeah, yeah. They're, they're their compression like is shit so i i don't know I, I have zero interest in this game i yeah, i've said I, that I, on I'm call of like, duties before you, but i will just completely be like nah i'm good i think a lot of people are gonna do that yeah especially in a year where you're getting a free halo multiplayer well, and on and battlefield yeah and battlefield that's the biggest thing People are going to go, I think a lot of COD players are going to sit there and go, fuck, I'm used to using this, you know, advanced sniper rifle. I'm going to fucking have to dumb down to this shit now. And they're going to go, fuck, I'm going to go to Battlefield. Yeah, I I just, I never find a gun in games that are based in like older time periods that are enjoyable to use. I mean, Battlefield 1 was awful. Battlefield 1 was awful terrible as far as the guns they all felt the same they all yeah, felt like shit funky piece of wood yeah right and i mean granted yeah that's pretty that's accurate, accurate for a handful yeah. of those guns but i just i don't, I, I don't know yeah no i yeah if i'm playing a game i actually want to enjoy the game yeah. <laughs> i just like modern shooters i just yeah i, I don't know it is what it is the but i so clunky you you literally thought they were indeed going to jam <laughs> i saw a handful of people that were commenting that they would not buy this game solely because of that file size which i mean if you're not gonna buy it because that yeah yeah if you're not gonna buy it you probably weren't that interested in it anyway but i mean when you're talking almost 300 gigs for one game that's crazy you also think about it right if you've got a ps5 or an xbox series x and you want to keep some other fucking games on your machine your only option is to then also go out and buy a 200 plus or 300 plus fucking m.2 drive or the uh expansion card yeah for the xbox it's crazy. series x that's a big thing it's a big yeah thing. and you gotta be you like hey pretty Brody, much really... I'm sorry i can't play fucking overwatch tonight because my thing's fucking loaded up with this and peggle so i gotta go out <laughs> and spend 300 dollars on a fucking m.2 drive to play this my bad bud yeah not a great outcome i don't know again this is all still very new so that that could just be a placeholder thing but you get bigger it, 
it's straight from the Xbox store, so uh, we'll see. Um, so we've got some new games that came to Game Pass this week that we hadn't really covered, as well as some games that are coming soon. Uh, so Humankind was just added to PC. Need for Speed Heat was just added to Cloud. Star Wars Battlefront 2 was added to the Cloud. Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order was added to the Cloud. Recompile was added for Cloud next-gen consoles only, not last-gen, and PC. Uh, Train Sim World 2 was added to Cloud console and PC. And 12 Minutes was added to Cloud console and PC as well, which is a game I'm going to check out. Uh, in celebration of QuakeCon as well, Quake Remastered uh, is coming to consoles and PC, and this is actually kind of cool. So this just pretty much got announced today, and then also came to Xbox, PlayStation, and Switch all in one day. And it's on Game Pass as well for this remastered version. Uh, Quake 2 and Quake 3 Arena are on PC only through Game Pass. August 25th, Psychonauts 2 is coming to cloud console and PC, and August 26th, Mist is coming to cloud console and PC. So cool. I mean, the idea of sitting there and being able to play Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order on your phone is just wild. Okay, we've got to, we have to make a correction on the Vanguard file size. Okay. okay. Something so else come through now? The full Yeah, there's some other shit that's come through. Welcome to video game journalism, right? Yeah. I mean, I just saw this right before we went live yeah. and added so it. The so the full size for the ultimate and cross-gen editions, which include the content packs, are listed at 270 gigs of storage, although this appears to be counting the beta in addition. Xbox One version and Series XS version only one of which you'd likely have to install at the time. So it's counting two versions. The actual okay. size of it, it requires 95 gigs of storage for the Vanguard. Okay. It would be missing the required content packs, and then if you want to download Warzone, that's going to be the 105. So if you want to have the complete game, I guess, because obviously Warzone's going to get updated, right? you're, you're, you're 200 gigs. I really wish they'd release Warzone as its own standalone so it wasn't tied to Modern Warfare all the time. That's kind of dumb. It is its own standalone, isn't it now? No, it's still a part of Modern Warfare. I mean, it's kind of its own standalone, so but it's... Well, you download Modern Warfare still, yeah. But you can choose which packs you download, so you can kind of get around it a little bit, but it it's still within Modern Warfare's, like, launcher, essentially. But I went, so I downloaded Modern Warfare again when I got my Series X because I, I like that game way more than I do Cold War and we're hurting for multiplayer shooters right now. So I was going to maybe jump back into that and in order to get the next gen versions, there's five content packs of upgrades and each of them are like 20 gigs a piece downloads just for the next gen version. Adds another 100 gigs to this So the game. Uh, the Vanguard Alpha for PS5, the download size is 20 gigs. So okay, but it's probably like well. two or three maps too, so. Yeah. And no single player. and There's a, a poll that's been out. Uh, Call of Duty Vanguard, Battlefield 2042 were both 81% of people with 814 votes. Battlefield 2042. Yeah, absolutely. Not even a question in my mind. Granted, this is still going to sell like crazy. I mean, it, it's like Madden. I mean, Madden sells great every year, even though they don't change anything. And 
Call of Duty is going to do the same thing. So the, I mean, here, here's a, a breakdown. Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War on PS5. The base game is 54 gigs. The campaign, campaign pack one is 20 gigs. Campaign pack two is 26 gigs. Campaign pack three is 15. So the download size is 117 gigs. You said that's for Black Ops Cold, Cold War? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that sounds about right. So they said with the content packs, we'd be probably looking at 117 gigs at launch. Yeah, until they, you know, add anything to it and it adds another 20 gigs for each there's, patch. There's a great Twitter <laughs> account, if, you know, people listening to this, um, called PlayStation Game Size, which is great. And it, it they literally tell you the game size of everything. When yeah. it comes out, which is great. Yeah, that that's pretty neat. But um, on this Game Pass list, uh, twelve minutes is pretty interesting. Um, but I, I find the the cloud games that's just crazy to me. I mean, being able to sit there and play like you know Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order or or even Battlefront Two on the cloud, you know, that's that's great. wild. It's really cool. It's the answer to our um, problems with the fucking. Are you? Yeah, size. the I know our our buddy Nick from WASD has to be freaking out about the the Quake games. He, I think he's a pretty pretty big Quake fan, if I remember yeah, correctly. We'll, we'll hear from him <laughs> on Sunday on OBL for sure when we record. Oh, I'm so. sure. Um, hey, just when you thought it wasn't going to get another release, it, it's getting another release. Skyrim, Skyrim is coming out again. Let's go, baby! Uh, to celebrate the 10 year anniversary of Skyrim, Jesus. Ten years. I remember when my roommate Cole went and got the fucking dragon statue. <laughs> and the, I think the dragon's foot was fucked up or something. Something weird like that. I don't know. We partied with it and shit. But to celebrate the 10-year anniversary of Skyrim, Bethesda's releasing anniversary edition of the game. It has all of the content improvements as a special edition, but also adds over 500 unique pieces of, the, of Creation Club content, which includes quests, dungeons, bosses, weapons, spells, and more. Do you think the Randy... Uh, Randy Savage is in there where the head of the fucking dragon goes, oh, yeah, brother, and then blows fire. Have you seen that? Yeah, I've seen that. I These aren't mods. These are all no, things that you could create within the game, though. But you can add mods in here, and I'm sure you can get the Randy Savage one if you want. Yeah, brother. Oh. Um, this version of Skyrim will release on November 11th. Those who already own the special edition will be able to purchase an upgrade to the anniversary edition. We do not have that price for you. but no. I'm sure it'll be a weird price. And we've tried numerous times to figure out these new prices and try to find you the lowest price of how to do something. And we're con fucking marketing people constantly bamboozle <laughs> us. And we sit here going, I don't know. You're fucking your way. I, I'm so ready for this this generation to be like in full swing where we don't have all of this bullshit where it's uh, upgrade price and this and that and yada, yada, yada. I'm, I'm ready for that. I'm so ready for that. There's always growing pains for like the first, you know, two years of a of a new console for sure. Yes. So delays of the week are our favorite segment that go, we baby. unfortunately have to do. Delays. So first up, we have Goodbye Volcano High. This is delayed uh, from a general open-ended release of 2021 to now 2022. Uh, keep in mind that apparently they restarted development like last year because yeah. because the writer 
le- left forcibly because there was some weird shit going on there. Um, I was never interested in this game anyway. It was shown off in a Nintendo Direct, and I could not possibly care any less. Secondly, we have Splitgate. So they've actually, it's not so much a delay, but they have decided to stay in an open beta stage right now um, and pretty much stay there indefinitely after getting 10 million downloads within a month, which is crazy. Jesus. Uh, so this game comes from a studio of 30 people, only four of which are engineers. And during the open uh, open beta, or the open crossplay beta, sorry, uh, the game jumped from around 400 concurrent players to 75,000 concurrent players. And then by the end of the, or within this like month long period, it jumped to 175,000 concurrent players. So. Uh, needless to say, they didn't quite plan for that, and I think it's a good move for them to stay in open beta for now <laughs> until they can yeah, upgrade yeah. some uh, some stuff on their end. But um, I mean, it's cool to see this doing as well, or this well, especially coming from a studio of only thirty people. I mean, this is crazy. Yeah, good for them. It's always great to see that, like to see a yeah. big boost to a team like that. It's just a super. Yeah, cool. it kind of reminds me of uh, Rocket League in a way. I mean, as oh, far yeah, as a lot of ways, Rocket yeah. League was rel- relatively small, but PlayStation kind of shined their light on them, and all of a sudden it blew up. I mean, it's still a, a huge right. free-to-play game now. Awesome. So. Um, well, after the delays, we got the upcoming releases. So these are confirmed releases. Um, <clears throat> August 20th, you're going to get uh, Arietta of Spirits coming to PC, PS4, Xbox One, and Switch. The Ghost of Tsushima Director's Cut comes to PS5 and PS4. Heart Chain Kitty comes to the Switch. And Madden 22 comes to PC, PS5, Xbox Series X, PS4, and Xbox One. Football is just around the corner. Thank God. Hey. Uh, August 23rd, Fling to the Finish comes to PC. On August 24th, Aliens Fireteam Elite comes to PC, PS5, Xbox Series X, PS4, and Xbox One. King's Bounty 2 comes to PC, PS4, Xbox One, and Switch. And Sniper Ghost Warrior Contracts 2 comes to PS5. On August 25th, you've got Psychonauts 2 coming to PC, Xbox Series X, and Xbox One. That is on Game Pass as well for those who are interested. So you can play that for your monthly fee. And on August 26th, Have a Blast comes to PC, Nintendo Switch. Uh, Hotel Life or Resort Simulator comes to PC, PS5, Xbox Series X, PS4, Xbox One, and the Nintendo Switch. Spelunky joins itself on the Switch with also Spelunky 2 on the Nintendo Switch also launching. So you can get Spelunkin, my dudes. And uh, yeah, that's it for upcoming games. Anything catch your eye on this? Are you going to pick up the Director's Cut, Ghost of Tsushima? Mm, no. No? No? Really? Uh Uh-uh. No, I, I'm gonna wait. I've got enough stuff I'm kind of working on right now, and I'll probably get uh, once it, the upgrade will get discounted. Yeah, I, once it gets discounted, I'll pick it up. And it's not. I think the the upgrade fee is kind of bullshit. I think the DLC was fairly priced, but whatever. Um, it is what it is. But I, I think I think I'll wait and probably pick it up later, maybe in a sale or something. Because, like I said, I just got. I got a, enough stuff I need to finish up first. <laughs> yeah. And it just keeps growing. Um, I will probably... I 
I want to try Madden 22, but I know there's probably nothing's changed in it. I, I really I wish could that not. they would go to free-to-play on that, and then they would just make it where, like, the new roster or something you pay for content packs or something. Like, I don't... Because PES yeah. Soccer did that, and it's doing fantastic. Their biggest market is just kind of people, people who just, just buy Madden every, every year. year. Just for, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I know. I just... It's... I don't know. Like, because the, uh, the other way is, I guess, I just pay a month of EA play and just see what it's like yeah you could do that i i don't think it would be included right away you could i think you get like a 10 hour trial of it with the ape play okay i don't know i've got 21 on my machine and it's okay i mean i didn't really notice any difference onto it. it's buggy as shit we played that yeah like, i mean that's what's going that's on bad for you man uh, and the story oh my god the story heart-wrenching yeah i really i have no interest in madden games anymore i really don't play them unless i get drug into them somehow you know what's gonna happen draft night i don't have madden i don't have men fuck yeah you do i've got a mic on mine i don't have men okay all right you know i get it i get it we're good um Anyways, guys, follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Diggity Podcasts. Um, you can find me on uh, PlayStation. My PSN is Maple Jeff. And mine is Luscious Brody. You can also find me on Xbox at Luscious Brody as well. Good luck figuring out how to say it or spell it because nobody seems to be able to do either of those. <laughs> awesome. Uh, you can also check us out on another podcast, the OBO Podcast, Objectively Bad Opinions Podcast. Um, we'll be going live for the first time. Yeah, uh, on on Sunday night, and then the audio version goes up Tuesday. Um, and Nick is going to eat a pocky, the pocky and one probably die challenge and shit his pants probably on the air for our very first time live <laughs> for entertainment. Um, but yeah, jump on over there. Um, there's no video games on it. I well, I mean, I guess there would be like light topic of video game that comes up here and there, but it's mainly just stupid shit. Like we just talk about dumb stuff. We talk about articles. We talk about things going on in pop culture and in the world, you name it. And uh, we try to put a fun spin on everything um, and have a good time. So OBO podcast, you can check us out everywhere else on, on, on podcast networks. And uh, thank you to everyone who's left a review for Diggity Podcast. Um, if you haven't left one, please do so. Help spread the word about the podcast on those platforms. Um, and we really appreciate everybody watching the show um, and also listening every single week. Really means a lot. Thank you so much. Stay safe. And uh, we will see you guys.